We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast. The show about the show, the show, the show. You can always listen to us on this podcast feed, which you could get by searching Permission Granted. Or on the DA Show podcast feed. Updated every single week. Also, you can get this inside the Odyssey app. So if you listen to us on your phone, pop up the Odyssey app. That is free. Listen to us there. And then also you can listen to DA Show podcasts and the like inside the Odyssey app. Well, this week has been rightfully so dominated by Super Dave and Mike Pacheco and the Winthrop broadcast team which feels almost like poetic justice considering so many listeners had thought that we did them a disservice last year by not including them into the 12 DAs of Christmas. Oh, what a take. Get a taste, Mike Anumba. Now, the way the Big South Conference tournament is structured, Winthrop would have to win three games in three days as Hightower goes to the line 72%. For a high point, they would need to win four games in five days. It's a little bit a war of attrition. Let's talk obesity. Honestly here, how tough is it conditioning-wise to be ready for a gauntlet like this? Honestly, you got to really have the support staff. Well, and you got to unpipe it. You know, you got to unpack everything. You got to make sure everything's in its place and where you are. You got to know where you are defensively. Mosher was going to send a high point to the line, and Roger just blew his whistle and said, no, no. A tie-up. Yeah, like, Moser said, hey, you heard me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we had to call that seniority. Ooh, the sound of that backboard, does it make a noise? <laughs> In the first half. Mike, did you check back and see what the uh, media food is today? Uh, they had pizza back there, uh, salad. There was uh, assorted chips and uh, cold drinks. I was hoping for French onion dip with mm. bacon, but with dipsy doodles. <laughs> You like the bacon. Love the bacon. Who doesn't like bacon? You know, food really is family when you think about it. 7.33 to go first half. Winthrop leads by 11. Especially since I love kielbasa. Here we go, brownies. Let's have some brownies. 44-24, Winthrop. 14-25 to go. Do you think we made up 
for what might have been an oversight in last year's 12 DAs? More than made up. I, and I would argue we didn't make up for it. We had a message sent to us by the Winthrop Broadcast team. Oh. How dare you omit us? Oh. We'll show you. That's how good it was. And, you know, top to bottom, the amount you got in early before first half. And I think very key, bringing a third member of the booth, a former athlete, in on the bid as well was incredible. We had two games, or I think it was three games actually, of content this year because they did the quarterfinals, semifinals, the finals. Ultimately, Winthrop lost in the finals, but those drops were just incredible. And we played them two days in a row. So we took the best of the drops and played them in two parts on Monday and then one part on Tuesday. So I feel like we've given them proper run. We've also added them on YouTube and posted them as clips, not only on social, but a full montage of all of it, like a 20-minute segment with our reaction to online at cbssportsradio.com. So I feel like we made up for last year in making sure this one will live forever, is found everywhere, and is comprehensive. I I think totally there was a make good done. And I I was astonished because obviously I wasn't in Monday. I heard a lot of the video that CBS Sports Radio tweeted out, specifically the obesity line. But to hear all of it in context on Tuesday, I'm still kind of left with my head spinning and astonished that we know Super Dave and Mike are that good, but that they were that good, that we upped the level. We made all those Wordle jokes with Bogus about sharing your score. This was broadcasting Wordle Mm. is what Super Dave and Mike did. And they got it but done. But entertaining. Yeah. Oh, much more entertaining. Share your score, please. It, it's just, it's unbelievable. We gave them things that should never be, never figure out a way to work into a basketball game. And they did it, did some of them multiple times, almost thumbing our nose at our challenge. There was only one that I could grade them down on. Only one. Okay. Do you have one? Wow. Okay. Maybe I thought too positively. I'll let you speak while I process this. They were 99 out of 100. Everyone delivered. Everyone was hysterical. They over-delivered on many. There was only one that they didn't go full on into. Super Dave said, here we go, brownies. Let's brownies sound good, or let's eat brownies. And the full drop is, here we go, brownies. Here we go, woof, woof. Mm. Now, I don't know if he said that somewhere else in the broadcast. We didn't find it, but I don't have any record of a full, here we go, brownies. Here we go, woof, woof. But again, it's 99 out of 100. Everything else they hit and hit big on. Okay. So I agree. I did not know exactly what was sent to him, if it was just the Here We Go Brownies. But if you included the Woof Woof, you know, maybe Mike's got to jump in and finish the drop with a Woof Woof. <laughs> Although I will say one thing that did strike me now that you bring that up, when I was tasked with editing Tuesday to shorten up or the bits that you guys had played on Monday, I did notice that in part two that you played on Monday – was where the Here We Go Brownies was. But in part one, in talking about you heard me wrong back and forth, Mike does make reference, and you're talking about this, you're talking about Here We Go Brownies. So it told me mm. that maybe we missed the Here We Go Brownies. Okay. Why would Unless that was Mike's way of saying the drop, he references Dave having already said the drop. So maybe, just maybe, there's a hidden woof woof. Wow, I got to reach out to Dave. I got to see directly if there was a full here we go brownies here we go woof woof. I mean it's a, there's a scenario there where we missed the here we go brownies or Mike just randomly that's his way of saying here we go brownies. I don't know. 
But I did. That was one thing I did notice when editing. so many drops were pushed into this game that we we might have lost track of all of them. That's how many there were. That's how dense it was. And Dave's emphatic get away from me, buddy, within the first minute of game one. Just set the tone, I think, for the entire broadcast team that, oh, yeah, you better bring it because we're a minute in to a game we're pretty sure we're going to win, which means we have a weekend ahead of us, and I'm getting this out of the way now. Get away from me, buddy! Today was a good day for Pete the Body. I felt like he was laughing most of the day, and there was a couple of moments where he was really, really laughing. This is a Tuesday episode of the PGP we're taping. He not only was head over heels loving the 50 cent bit, but also was was dying on Stun to a News. Stun to a News was the rare morbid Stun to a News. Bogish almost always does one that doesn't involve death or somebody getting hurt. That's usually a Heller move. Yes, right. Heller does the really sad ones. But Bogish did one today where... A guy in the UK, a personal trainer, ironically, put too too much caffeine powder in his drink, whatever kind of drink it was, and put it on the wrong scale and then OD'd on caffeine and died. Dropped dead without those burritos. (laughs) And, you know, some might say that it's a little morbid, but Pete was dying laughing because he just thought of the sheer idiocy of this guy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either because when those now I'm laughing thinking about Pete and picturing him. When those thunder news happened where ultimately somebody dies. Now, obviously it's because of their own stupidity. I think there's a decent balance between you understand if you don't have a personal connection it could come across as funny if it's something really idiotic, but also somebody did die, so let me Pete didn't care. It was knees slapping away. <laughs> Can you believe this guy with the two-hour caffeine? <laughs> And I had to turn to him. I said, Pete, what, what made you go that nuts over this? Because I would argue we've had much funnier stun to a news where you don't get that reaction to Pete. He goes, I mean, what kind of idiot does that much? It's the equivalent of coffee. Pete was just having a grand old time with that. I, You just caught Pete in a really good mood that death was going to make him laugh? <laughs> it was the equivalent of 200 cups of coffee this guy ingested in right. caffeine powder. Yeah, Pete's giving me, who would hire this idiot as a personal trainer? I'm like, <laughs> Mr. Flex over here. So he was loving that, and then the bit of the day actually was was 50 Cent. Pete, I think you got to start bumping up your bets here. I think that's the, <laughs> the real well, no, moral of this story. Bet, you're not going to bet more than a dollar or, or maybe $5 on something like that. 50 Cent. That's who whose gambling nickname could be. 50 <laughs> <laughs> Pete hanging upside down in the, in the control room to start each betting video. The ceiling will fall down if that happens. <laughs> Go body. It's your parlay. <laughs> it's 50 cents. Who to throw 50 cents on? <laughs> We're going nuts. Two full dollars on The Undertaker. <laughs> it's a guaranteed That's how confident win. I am. I'm taking a second <laughs> single out of my pocket. <laughs> Do you want to win $6? <laughs> 50 Cent has your nine-team parlay. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. arms crossed, hanging, <laughs> hanging down. <laughs> Just follow my advice, and in 22 years, you can rent an apartment with your winnings. 22 years, you'll win 100 bucks. <laughs> White headband on. <laughs> it's the body's boost. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if JB Smooth turns to Pete for a boost. <laughs>
<laughs> because Pete, it was his trash, right? Yes, Pete's trash was the low odds if you were to bet $1 on who Bill Gates would date next. So think about this in terms of Super Bowl MVP or futures odds. As you and I would know from doing BetQL stuff, it was like 33 to 1 yeah. on Jennifer Aniston and Queen Elizabeth was 1,200 to 1, whatever it was. His point was, if I only bet a dollar, I should win a lot more because of how crazy this would be to hit. Not understanding that the bet the bets are really based off betting $100, so of course you're not going to win a lot of money if you don't bet a lot of money, <laughs> as is anything in life. But because it's Bill Gates and dating, he thought that the odds should be way better. And so that spun into <clears throat> Pete being like your insider penny bet gambler. <laughs> he give you advice. He gives you advice on on placing penny bets, and we called him Fifty Cent because that's how much you would bet. And you were you were keeled over in laughter, imagining him hanging upside down like Fifty Cent at the Super Bowl halftime. Because it's so funny if we do this bit with Pete and he's Fifty Cent six months ago, it's funny. But 50 Cent is still so relevant in our minds because of what happened at halftime of the Super Bowl that he became a meme hanging upside down really chunky as well <laughs> with the undershirt tank top on and, you know, singing singing Go Shorty and just picturing. And I think combined in my mind was knowing how good Cap is at graphics and knowing that it's actually very possible to see this. <laughs> picturing Pete ripping off bets while his arms are crossed upside down in a tank top, to me, is theater I need. Go body, it's your parlay. Was the song we were singing? Please, <laughs> fifty cents on a parlay on a day, by the way, where we have an NFL player caught gambling. Of all days, for Pete to rip off this trash. Oh man, it's unbelievable. You can't make it up. Pete, it's just perfect. Pete's a hot hand right now. And then Pete hits you at the end of Tuesday's show with the moccasins, mockingbird thing, and gives you a mock. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's out there like Seth Curry just shooting threes. I know. You know, there was a sense early on this was going to be a really good Pete show. A sense By the end of it, we got we were we were discussing how UT Chattanooga is now the mocks. They used to be the moccasins. They moved away from Native American imagery, and now they've adopted more of a mockingbird logo and mascot. And Pete, like the Mockingbird song, the original, and then, of course, Dumb and Dumber, was just adding, yeah, every couple of beats in the middle of Bogus's update. <laughs> and it was hysterical. And Aiden will insert this here, and it's just awesome. Mox stunned Furman on David Jean Baptiste. I love that nickname, the Mox, the yes. Moccasins. I, like, that's the snake, right? Yeah. I don't think it's the footwear. Oh, I assume named after the shoe. No, no. I think it's a moccasin snake. I think you're right. Actually, I'm wrong. Is it the shoe? It's nothing. Mox is simply a nickname. It's not short for anything. It stands alone. This is from the official wow. GoMox.com Chattanooga Mox website. The athletics department changed logos in 97 and moving away from the Native American imagery to a package of logos using railroad images, the nickname Mox, and the scrappy mascot. Because Mox the are... mascot is a mockingbird. They made it this way because the state bird of Tennessee now is a mockingbird, so that's what they changed the mascot to be, and that's what they made the Mox to tie in to the old right, heritage. Right, that's not the old. No, 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 but that's how it is new. They're using Mox to kind of represent the mockingbird now while keeping the old heritage, so to speak. Formerly the Chattanooga Moccasins. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, NBA last night, the Sixers. <laughs> Yeah. Still perfect. Yeah. With James Harden. Burn. And now Harden to a beat. Down the lane. Oh, baby. Right down Broad Street. Joella B throws it down. Yeah. Harden with the dish. And the Sixers <laughs> open up a 16-point lead. Pick him up. Tom McGinnis <laughs> on Sixers Radio. Embiid scored 43. And there is no reason to think owners and players will agree today on a new CBA. So we're expecting MLB to cancel the second week of the regular season by the end of the day. Mockingbird. <laughs> Sorry. No, please. Take it away, Pete. <laughs> yeah. And, and Pete, now sometimes... For the record, Pete and I will do that around the newsroom. Do you ever do that with Pete? It's one of his favorite bits. The mock yeah? Yeah. No. Oh. Sometimes I'll do oh, so that with Pete. it's a thing with Pete. Yeah, Pete loves that. Okay. Pete loves it. I didn't realize If that. you say mock, yeah, <laughs> king, yeah, bird, yeah, he'll always add the yeah. So he knew he had a cheap audience and you to do that. Maybe. I don't know if we haven't done it in a long time, but that we do that sometimes off the air. So it's <laughs> a good insight into how ridiculous this whole thing is. <laughs> And I don't get a lot of work done. (laughs) (laughs) But it was it was pretty obvious early on. There was something that happened with Pete early on. Oh, I had mentioned Alex Karras was the dad in Webster. He was like, I have that theme song ready. If you say it again. Oh yeah, he had episodes on YouTube ready to go. And and you made another reference later on to Webster. He was all in on that bit. And then there was something that happened. Hour number one. Oh, was it the sound check with Peter Schwartz? Yes, yes. And so you had pulled audio of Schwartz taking a behind-the-scenes tour for his Twitter followers. A lot of people always ask me what it's like to call a Riptide game remotely. So we are here at the WRHU studios. The Riptide are in Canada. So why don't you come on into the studio and we'll show you how we do a game remotely when we're not with the team. Now this is the epicenter of our broadcast. I'm doing the game tonight with Christian Gardecki. Right now we've got the Vancouver Halifax game uh, on the TVs here in the studio. In the other studio over there is where the game broadcast will be uh, run from. So we're all set to go. Christian's got his notes. He's got his laptop out. I've got my notes. Got a couple of beverages too to get us through the game. The Riptide and the Rack coming up at 7 o'clock here on WRHU. And if you're not fired up for that broadcast after that, I don't know what's going to get you fired up. (laughs) Also, here's my 19 Diet Cokes. What were the beverages that he showed? It was a full glass of ice and two bottles of a Diet Coke, like the (laughs) handheld bottles. And there's no one in the building, too. Pete hates Hofstra Radio because he's in the post Hall of Fame. That's That's right. That's like North Carolina Duke. Oh, really? So he's not going to accept any part of this video. Oh, zero. Pete the Body views Hofstra Radio mm-hmm. as the enemy. Yeah, Pete's the Coach K and posed as Duke. Oh, okay. So now Schwartz <laughs> is like in the Dean Dome. So of course Pete's not going to like it. Have fun with all that board equipment. <laughs> we work hard. That last <laughs> sentence is a reference to the fact that Hofstra has had ample um, donations of real high-end equipment because of their relationship with the Islanders and other pro teams. Post has no such relation, so they have to work hard for their equipment. Hofstra is like the rich kid, just gifted with fancy stuff. Exactly. 
of the Long Island Riptide or New York Riptide lacrosse broadcast booth. Which I do have to say, you made a point at the beginning of Tuesday's show of saying you could tell I was back because of the ridiculous nature of soundcheck. I got to give Pete credit here. Pete came in. I had the Kevin Dexter, Coach Langella audio. That that was going to be my go-to we would enjoy and get a good laugh out of. Pete, one of the first things he said to me, I was sitting down. I actually already had sound check done by the time I saw Pete this morning. Wow, what was the third clip? Uh, the third clip was going to be Giannis talking about the stretch runs. This was much better that Pete brought in because I know you guys had done a Giannis segment on Monday, and this kind of piggybacked off of that. So I sit down. Pete comes in with his coat. He goes, did you do sound check yet? I'm like, I did. I can adjust. you have something good? He goes, I saved this for you. I could have had it yesterday with Boyle, but I wanted to make sure the whole crew was together for it. Pete wow. sets the whole thing up, lays down his sword on Monday when, wow. when I got in. Yeah. He goes, Schwartz's Twitter on Saturday. Did you see it? He had it marked date. He had it marked time. Had me scroll back because, of course, Schwartz has tweeted 75 times since then on Saturday. <laughs> he goes, he gives a tour of the Hofstra Studios to do a, a Riptide game as if anybody cares. He goes, it has to be in soundcheck. That was Pete's, like, number one thing on his mind. Not cold open, not anything. Was getting that Schwartz sound in there. So, me using that and you loving it, I think, really catapulted Pete. Oh, too. okay. This was a big day. His game plan had worked. The play worked. Yes. And he he also, if you know if you know Pete, one of his favorite, how he, how he passes time, he loves making fun of Schwartz. <laughs> he just adores making fun of Schwartz. And so this was the perfect way to do it. Many of us pass time that way. <laughs> because the audio is so, so silly. And then it got into, as Bogish noted, this Hofstra versus CW Post rivalry. Now, for those that are not on the East Coast, both of these schools are on Long Island. They both have reputable communications programs. Pete went to CW Post, which is now LIU Post. In fact, Jay Wright used to coach at Hofstra before Villanova. That's right, Yes. Also, Wayne Krebet, former Jets wide receiver, used to play there. Yes. And who was the Marcus Saints? Marcus Colston. Saints wide receiver Marcus Colston played at Hofstra. They discontinued their football program. So I didn't know there was any rivalry between these two. But but Bogish laid it out, and Pete jumped all in that he went to post, and he does not like those snooty Hofstra kids. Yeah, and I, I got more of this off the air. Okay. Peel back the curtain here as well. Now, again, this is coming from somebody who spent five and a half years getting a four-year degree (laughs) at a school even lesser than both of those. So take this with a grain of salt. I am not making fun of any of this. And I only just recently paid off my student loan, so understand this is why I'm mentioning this. Pete's other big crutch with this situation with Hofstra is Pete was offered a scholarship to go to CW Post. Right. He brought the same— Partial, he told me, right? Right. Same grade, same every qualification that he got for them for a scholarship to Hofstra, which is known as a more prestigious school, prestigious, whatever. And they, no, if you want to come here, we'll consider it, but you're paying full. We're not giving you a scholarship. And Pete is ultra offended that what was good for CW Post (laughs) to get a scholarship of some sort was not going to be good at Hofstra, even for them to consider him to pay there. They said right away, even if we consider you to come here, you ain't getting a scholarship. And that is where the hatred lies. Oh, okay. So, like, being overlooked in recruiting, you can't wait to play that school. You can't wait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you don't want a piece of me? I'll show you. (laughs) And I think then now you throw in the fact that Schwartz is doing work with Hofstra students that got accepted where Pete wouldn't get accepted. 
It's Pete. Can't stand Schwartz's work in the industry. Now can't stand that Schwartz is training these kids in the industry who he thinks he's already better than, even though they're college kids, because they have an opportunity he didn't have. It's a whole mess. Bilotti teaches at Hofstra? No, he teaches at St. John's. St. John's. I mean, this this never ends, this cyclone. <laughs> teaches at St. John's, which was another school he mentioned that could have offered him a scholarship. Who knew Pete was the scholarship type, too? I didn't. Well, it is kind of perfect because I remember my campus tours. I remember, for the most part, the process. But when it happened 25 years later, I have almost no emotion tied to it. There was only one school I didn't get into. And I didn't apply to a lot of great schools, but I just I didn't get into UNC specifically. Wow, I mean you could have been rivals had we Yeah, <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. And I'll never forget my guidance counselor told me, Don't bother. And I said, Wow, really? And I had good grades and I always took my academics seriously and I'd done a lot of extracurricular work and communication stuff and broadcasting stuff for high school sports and cable access and he's like don't bother they take 10% of out of staters you'll never get in and I was kind of personally offended like wow shouldn't you be giving me some support here sure enough I didn't get in so he was right he goes save the 75 bucks because that was the most expensive application fee they were all 40 or 50 oh I'm sure they just collect those yeah yeah and I didn't get in and I said boy he was actually right and he was a real old school curmudgeon so but but isn't that incredible like our paths take us wherever they take us Butterfly effect. I am a student at Duke somehow. <laughs> You're a student at North Carolina. Maybe we cross paths at a big basketball game, last game of the regular season. But maybe ultimately we don't end up working together as a result of going to Syracuse and all Westbury. Or imagine we are working here and we are blood rivals. Well, that's true too. If their paths do still take us here. Imagine this show that the epicenter was a Duke UNC rivalry. I, I would have been accused Monday of bailing out after the upset. <laughs> Coach K. So this happened. And at the time, I was annoyed at my guidance counselor, but not at UNC. Hey, I wasn't good enough to get in. That's fine. Right. Today, I mean, there's not a bit of me that's angry or frustrated or has a rivalry. And for Pete to be overlooked by Hofstra still burns. It burns deeply. And this this is the whole Pete thing. Don't disrespect them or you'll never hear the end of it. it it's true, and I don't want to get too insidey peed here, but here's the truth. Whatever our accomplishments were in college, mine were very few and limited, you know, <laughs> compared to, you know, whatever you accomplished or Pete. Pete, if you remember, recently became, within the last two years, a Hall of Famer in his school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Department, but yeah, he's, a, he's an LIU Post Hall, Broadcast Hall of Famer, Media Hall of Fame. Now, with Fred Godelli, he got put in the same time. So Long-time NFL producer. Not- I, this is going to sound like I'm dismissing Pete in the Hall of Fame, and I promise you I'm not because Pete probably definitely deserves it. But Pete also put himself on the board of directors that votes for the Hall of Fame, and in the same room for two years prior, those other voters looked him in the eye and denied him being in the Hall of Fame, and he was personally offended at other members of CW Post. So this just goes a long way. Hofstra denies him. Then his own peers for two years deny him. He's so angry he quits the board of directors at this broadcasting department, and only after he quits do they vote him in a Hall of Fame. So you're talking about having an emotional attachment to college. Pete hasn't left. (laughs) He just wants his credit, man. He just wants his freaking credit, and if he doesn't get his freaking credit, he's going to hold it against you. It's unbelievable. What a world.
So we'd like to do a bracket challenge for the listeners, but instead of the traditional NCAA bracket, which everybody does, or we've done the women's bracket of the past, we were kicking around the idea of an NIT bracket. Kind of perfectly with the DA show that they're not winners, they're losers. And we would pick <laughs> losers. We yes. would pick a loser's bracket. Without having any idea who's motivated or not to win these games. Yeah. So I think we'll execute this and we'll hopefully have all the listeners involved as well. So keep an eye out for that in the announcement. But more so, what's the punishment? Because the, the whole thing is you don't win anything. You could only lose. The last place person on the show. Loses. Right, yes. There, there's... By by not losing, you're the winner. Yeah, and, and we had tossed around and brought up you had a sauce hotter than the hot salsa. I still have the yeah. hot salsa. And we've done that a bunch, but we also haven't done it now in years. That's been, Shh, what, at least three years. years? Yeah, at least, if not three years. So the only reason I bring... Oh, maybe 2020 we... The last one was when you were Easter Bunny out. No, no, no. So there, there was no tournament in 2020, and we didn't do it in 2021 because we weren't in the studio. So we haven't done it since 2019, three years. So, I, like, to me... I hate to sound not original. Enough time has passed. I think we could bring back the bit. Now, the caveat is we did it plain old year one. Year two, to pretend to wear an Easter bunny costume and go around. There was no office. punishment in year one? No, year one was just the hot salsa. Oh, death that by salsa. When somebody who couldn't be named was choking. <laughs> year two, you had to do the salsa again, but dressed as the Easter bunny. Right. And then also go around the office to areas you didn't know and hand out Easter candy dressed as the Easter bunny. So can we combine like we did a year two with the Easter Bunny with something else besides the Easter Bunny? I think I'll find Easter Bunny ears, and we have this even hotter than the Death by Salsa. Oh, okay. we did, we put it on Peeps. I have a full-blown Easter Bunny costume now. <laughs> full-blown, <laughs> head to true. toe. Like the real head and everything. Like not even a, like a floppy head. You can't head. eat through that head. True. True. So either way, dress. You're not going to go anywhere dressed as this? Uh, I don't know. We can kick this around. I think... The punishment being this really hot sauce that right. Pepper Palace sent me now three years ago. So it's like a whiskey. Two. It's aged. <laughs> yeah, oak-barreled. I think that's got to be where it goes, the, the hot, the okay. really, really hot stuff. But what do you put it on? It's sauce, not salsa. Yeah, I don't know. Do we come up with something disgusting you got to put it on? Do you, Peeps with salsa, the old Ross <laughs> Maybe it doesn't need any vehicle more than... Um, you just drop it in your mouth? That seems pretty direct and vicious and vile. <laughs> well, let's kick this around. That's the okay. idea, though. That's the concept. All right. So. On the table. Final thing is that you just did a magic trick as somebody named Shlomo the Clown is in studio today. Why is he here? I'm guessing for these magic tricks. Well, but who invited him? Well, he's walking around with our digital department who... When we talk about being out of ideas. Which is not Cap. No, no. Kaplan, Kaplan's the hardest working person in digital, and then everybody else tries to validate a job. Huh. So we haven't seen a lot of these digital people also that are here today, and it feels True. like they're making a strong push. I don't know who invited him. I don't know if he actually works for the company in sales or something, and maybe he's part-time in the magic. I, right in between taping side B, I was looking around for you, and they pulled me in, hey, can you just tape this quick magic trick? And I got pulled into doing Shlomo the Clown's bit here. So he did some card trick with you. You were pretty stunned. I was, to be fair. And but Shlomo's not dressed in a a clown outfit. He's just dressed as a normal guy. <laughs> and he does this card trick with you. You're kind of stunned to a news. They get it on film. And then they ask me, DA, can we do it with you? Oh. And we're about to tape side A. <clears throat> and I want to be a good teammate. I really do. 
but I'm just not the card trick guy. Is that what it was? Because it felt a little awkward. I know it was because I didn't have a good excuse. Because you, when somebody says, do you want to be part of this? And you don't, you don't just say no to Shlomo the Clown. Like, no, I don't want to. Because then Shlomo goes home. Hey, how is everybody at the station? You know, everybody was cool except that DA guy. For some reason, he wouldn't do the bit. And I just, I didn't want to do it. I don't want to be part of being a prop in a cart. It's a bad card trick. You're ironically insulting me, I should say, <laughs> since I just was their, their prop in the card trick. Thank you. But I feel bad because the guy behind the camera here is Tom Izzo, who, not the head coach, he's the on the local side, the, the digital guy, and he's awesome. I mean, I love him. He does really creative, fun stuff, and I love the stuff that he does, and I'd love to help him out. I just don't want to be a card trick guy. I mean, maybe you could ask Shlomo, you got anything else besides cards? <laughs> We're going to do a, do a rabbit out of the hat or something? I'll take place. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta trap si- me in a box, throw me on the water, see if I can escape? I got to saw me in half or something. You got to. Well, you a magic guy in general? Because you feel like the kind of person that would like as a kid the magic kit and putting on a show for I family. never had a magic kit. I do like magic in some regard. <laughs> do you like magic more than Jody Mack likes mail? <laughs> Who could? No, I mean, magic's fine. I never wanted to be a magician, and a lot of the David Blaine stuff I'm not really that high on. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. I just, I don't want to be the prop where Shlomo the Clown <laughs> is telling me to pick an ace of hearts out. I don't want, and and I certainly don't want the camera about three feet away from me or <laughs> six inches away from me you're, as I have to sit there and feign disbelief. You're literally describing what I just had to do, telling me how pathetic it is. Well, Maybe you're more comfortable doing that than me. Yeah. I, now you look. also weren't, though. You didn't. You weren't really hamming it up. It didn't seem like you were that happy. Well, now, I have to explain my point of view. I, too, was put in that spot, and I'm way more of a yes man, I think, than you in that spot. I don't know how to say no to people a lot of times, and it's one of my faults. I, yeah, okay, fine. I don't. I also didn't know what it was going to be. You know what I mean? I didn't see the trick prior. It was just like, hey, can he do a magic trick with you? Fine. Uh, I don't mind being on camera looking like a goofball, but in the real time, once he broke out the deck of cards, then I, I'm not. Here's where I'm not good with magic. I can't just let a trick happen. The whole time it's happening, I'm watching. You know, like every move, because yeah. I'm gonna call you out and pick it out. I didn't like that as I was watching. I had no idea how he did it, and that's why I think mm-hmm. I had a little bit of a disbelief. But it, it may look like I was disinterested because I was almost disappointed and angry that, damn, this was good, and I don't know how you did it. After a magic trick, usually people go, whoa, wow, oh, and you were just saying, huh, wow, that was pretty impressive. Wow. (laughs) That was interesting. Wow. That was frustration and not being able to figure out how he did it. People can't be happy and successful around me. I need to point (laughs) out where your flaws are. So I, I feel partially bad that I dissed Shlomo the Clown. But not because it was Shlomo, because I dissed the digital department that I actually have a great deal of respect for. And I don't want to be the, eh, don't ask me. I'd rather be the guy that everybody knows is it's cool to ask me, but that one didn't feel right. It didn't. I also have to say, and digital filmed it, I tried to work, and I don't know if you picked up on it, on the Spirit of Dave Freeman, a, a DA show Easter egg. Did you hear that one? Was it you heard me wrong? No, it was actually he was talking about heat on his hand from the cards and moisture, and I said, oh, yeah, like moist pork. <laughs> oh, yeah. And very quickly, instead of any laugh or, like, I was just hoping that if a video went out there, people would catch it, 
He went, oh, I can't have moist pork. I'm Jewish. And I said, oh, well, that, that joke fell deaf. Moist pork. Who was the subject of a full PGP almost two weeks ago? The legend of moist pork. <laughs> wow. Okay, so on side B, you and Bogue's going to be breaking down, from a broadcasting standpoint, the Winthrop <laughs> yes. team. Again, broadcaster Andrew Bogish. We previewed last week on side B what we thought would be very difficult to get in. We react to it and and just discuss how crazy and insane that broadcast actually was. Did you bring up to Bogish how he's the Kevin Harlan of the pediatric hospital you were in? I did not. I did not. I, I actually annoys me that I didn't. But, yes, when I was in the hospital waiting room waiting for my daughter to be admitted, there was one TV with game sound on, and you're thinking, oh, a college basketball Sunday. The Nets and Celtics were about to play. And it was Bogish, which I didn't know at the time, a, a broadcast from the day before on SMY. And there's a bunch <laughs> of dudes don't want to be in the hospital on a nice Sunday watching a day-old Fordham game and Bogish's tones blaring through a wow. hospital waiting room. So he's the voice of Southside Hospital basketball. I would say his agent got him a good gig, but I don't think he has one. So he just got his own good gig that's being replayed at Southland Hospital. Yeah, that's it. So if you're wondering, if Andrew Bogus was wondering who's hearing him, it's dudes in a waiting room waiting to see if their kids are getting admitted. Hey, worst places to be. <laughs> <laughs> worst places to be. <laughs> okay, side B with Bogus coming up right now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do dee do. It is Mraz, host here on side B of the PGP, joined by the bogeyman himself, Andrew Bogish. Bogish, good morrow to you, young man. Same to you, Mr. Morash. It's great to see you. It is great to see you as well. Okay, a busy week on the da, as they say. And let's start with this. First and foremost, we teased last week on side B. You as a broadcaster, the difficulty in some of the drops that Super Dave and his partner Mike Pacheco would need to get in. What we didn't know a week ago is that a third broadcast partner would be in this, Michael Jenkins, former Winthrop basketball player, Winthrop Hall of Famer. A three-man booth was given the task of, hey, here's four drops you have to get in. And once again, 
went above and beyond with many more than that of the DA show. We uh, we played montages and reacted to them on the show. And clearly, Bogus, what we learned is that Super Dave and Pacheco, mad geniuses at this craft. I was going to say glorious idiots, but either way, yes. I, I just, I can't comprehend their ability to get all these things in and their lack of caring that they're getting all of those things in, that there's no fear, no concern. Fear, concern? The school's embracing it? I, I mean, it's just, it's a remarkable place to be living right now. I, I, the only disappointment is that there is no more real Winthrop games, maybe NIT, which would be good. We wanted them in the tournament, and that's not going to happen. Damn you, Longwood, because you robbed us of more magic, maybe. It was, but now I guess there's there's another question. It's two straight years of this momentum building. Does this become annual, or are we out after this year? Uh, no, I, I would think now we've created a monster. I think the only way that this would stop is if Dave in particular left. Let's say he gets a promotion to a higher conference. I would wonder if he would take this bit to the ACC or the <laughs> SEC. I don't know that he would. And I don't know that Pacheco, as talented as he is, they both need each other. So if they somehow separate, I don't know that they can survive. So let's kind of hope that Dave's career, like you said to me, stalls out at Winthrop. Yeah, I mean, Winthrop, good D1 job. I, yeah. I can't I can't crush it, but it's just, it's unbelievable. And I'm glad you bring up Mike Pacheco talking about, you know, him with Dave and, and where he'd go. Last year, it was a Super Dave bet that was all about Super right. Dave. And if you go back to the origins of this, you know, Pacheco <laughs> had to kind of be, like, let in on the bit. Hey, here's what's going on, Mike. Right. I lost a bet on the DA show. What, what Mike has now done with this 12 months later, and again, seeing Dave with the tacos, you know, reference go off. And now Pacheco, as DA pointed out on Tuesday show, becoming the with bacon guy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable gift that Friedman has to be able to weave it in. Before you know it, you're on to two plays later in the game and you don't even realize what they had just said. But Mike Pacheco just thumbing his nose at real analyst work to force in the unpiping it, the with bacons. He himself has carved out quite a talent of being the funny funny guy in the booth. And he has far more leeway in this than Dave does. As the color guy, you're allowed to be insane. Right. You're allowed to not make sense. So it's, you know, quote-unquote easier for Mike to throw some of these things out there because with Bacon doesn't have to make sense from Bill Raftery. But if, you know, Sean McDonough or Ian Eagle is yelling about making tacos, you go, what? What's going on here? Right. But Dave also does it and does it so well. The two of them together, it's just, it's a perfect, perfect marriage. And if you remember last week on Side B of the PGP, last week, because I try to talk like Jack Stern still, food is family, I, we, we talked about specifically one drop that you and I both agreed we wanted to hear the most, but also would be the most difficult to get in. Yeah. And it was Let's Talk Obesity from O.J. Anderson. Let's Talk Obesity. And you were under the assumption of how do you get that in without offending anybody? These are college right. athletes. Are you going to reference their weight? I might have brought up on the show or the PGP. I, I quite honestly forgot. Hey, Bojangles is the sponsor <laughs> arena here. Is there a way to tie that into obesity? But then are you ticking off a sponsor? And what Super Dave ends up doing with obesity is a, a I, I believe to be a rehearsed skit where they discussed how they would work it in pre-show 
and they tied it into how many games you had to win and how many days in the Big South tournament. And the way he says, hey, let's talk obesity. No, honestly here. Yeah. To me, is so seamless and so perfect that it makes me second guess how we could even wonder if he would get it in. I'm not prepared to live in a world where that was off the cuff. If Super Dave is that talented, that he ad-libbed that in the moment, then this conversation goes to a whole other level. I'm with you that they said, I mean, because I, I think that they, you know, they travel together. They've got time to sit down and they knew what they had to get in to go through these things. My guess is they workshopped that and figured right. that was the safest way to get it in. Well, too specifically, let's talk obesity. Right. And the way they got in French onion dip with bacon and talking about the cafeteria. Food. Yes. There's no, to me, no way those two were off the cuff. Right. So then we're at at least what I'm prepared to say is like they're tremendous actors because they knew wow. how to do it and they did a tremendous job of putting it into a regular conversation. As insane as that sentence is, let's talk obesity, it actually almost works in that conversation, right. in that specific question. And then the other thing... Well, do you think the honestly helps there, too? Does I, the honestly make you... Oh, wait, he's not joking around here. He really wants to talk obesity. So I don't... <laughs> yes, I laugh at that. I, I don't think they had an actual script. I think that's Dave's genius. I think that's what comes off the cuff. In the moment, that's how he chose to really double down trying to be serious about talking about the physical... Battle it is to get through this tournament. It's just, it's marvelous. It, it was unbelievable. It was spectacular with all those things. It's really just sad that, you know, it's over. Now, my follow, 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 follow up to that is last year, the Winthrop drops, very overlooked by the 12 DAs committee, specifically because it didn't happen directly on the show. Right. And then the, we had that tied in with our company not letting us use them if they made the NCAA tournament. And that was kind of the 12 DAs candidate. We had not one but two different montages we played on the show, and there was a shortened version played on Tuesday's show. Do those combined have to be, you know, re-brought to the 12 DA of Christmas committee for the end of the year, even though it's a part two yeah. bit, but knowing it got snubbed in year one and knowing probably even how many how much more ridiculous these drops were, does this add yet another brick? On the 12 DA candidate list. Yeah, I mean, we 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 flat out messed up last year on the list and dealing with the with the clips and the drops and the way they did this last year. So we almost have to make good on that by including this in this year's thing. Oh, bogus! I'll go one better. I think this is better than last year. Oh, it, yes, of course it is. So except, like to me, I actually think it's a stronger candidate than last year, except for the fact that it's not a new bit. Yeah, but you also you always remember your first time, and last year the insanity of them actually doing it. You can't you can't True. match that this year, even though they went to a different level. True. We already know they can do it, and they just did it again. And last year, let's face it, the big one was if you're not making any tacos, I don't right. love you no and more. And now I want a shirt because of that. Right, and he still did that this year, so we'd still be including it and not forgetting it. But yeah. I'm sorry, when you get a, a French onion dip with bacon, but with dipsy doodles, let's talk obesity. No, honestly, uh, how many you heard me wrongs? Food is, food is families. I very rarely is a part two movie better than a part one. Yeah. I could make the case for Major League Two over Major League One, even the Hangover Part Two over Hangover One. There's some that I could make a fight for. Sure. Godfather Two is good. I, I still haven't seen any of the Godfathers. Okay, that's I, fine. Which is my own fault. I believe, and I'm trying not to live in the moment, I believe this was better than part one. 
Now, the Winthrop run last year was better, but the the actual drops they fit in and the way they did it, I think, was better this time around. You know, I, I think that might be when we find those little tiny windows in the calendar where we don't have a lot of actual sports going on, I think that might be kind of a mothership of the movies-like breakdown, really Mm. sitting down, going side by side. Good idea. But it's going to be hard to replicate, like, the initial astonishment that we had last year of it actually happening in reality, that these guys put our nonsense into an important college basketball game. Important being the key word. Like, right. it is. Like, these these games matter. They're in big arenas. Right. And I'm assuming... I mean, we didn't know what arena they were in last week, but they I, ended up in a big arena. I'm assuming, too, that they have a large-ish audience because... They have a huge alumni we, base. Well, and, like, yeah. Winthrop in Rock Hill, South Carolina, like, it's a big deal. Like, people care about that. It's right. not... Right. It's not lost. a big city being buried like St. John's it, would in New York. Who's watching my Fordham games? And that's not right. why, besides you in a hospital the right. day the day afterwards. Right. That people, it, it, this are, those things are not going unnoticed, and they're still crushing it and still doing it. It's unbelievable. Now, if you like the sound of side B bogish, a little preview of maybe summer Fridays to come at the end of this week. By Here the time we you get this PGP Thursday and Friday, DA taking a spring respite down into some warmer weather, so you will get the bogeyman and myself. Sans DA on the DA show Thursday and Friday. Are you excited for any hijinks that may come? Of course, and I'm just more excited that this is the unofficial beginning of summer because DA's off on a Friday. It's not, right. it's like he's our, this is our version of the ground talk. DA's first Friday off means the weather is warmer now. Now, I learned two things specifically as we filled in um, with DA out of the power chair, so to speak, in the past. Number one, I will not be misinterpreting uh, text from DA's wife that yeah. referenced him as a cancer. Let's just block her altogether. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Number two, uh, ironically tying into the Winthrop things, one of the last time, maybe the last time we both filled in was when the football food of the week was French onion dip with That's bacon right. with dipsy doodles, yes. which DA couldn't stand. Hated it, thought it was a mail-in job in the football for the week, and then ironically becomes a trap right. with Winthrop to tie it all in. So there will be no mail-in foods. There will be no misinterpreting text. We're just going to have a fun show and make sure our loyal leader, DA, comes back Monday very happy with the way the operation was run. And as he walks by the studio, so we notice him, uh, maybe we'll get a My Two Cents from Bilotti. Good point. Maybe, maybe On Friday's show. Maybe we will. Maybe that's the way we work it in. All right, you could follow Andrew Bogish on Twitter. At Andrew Bogish. I didn't even ask him to give it that time. I was going to give it. Can't, can't accuse me. In. Can't accuse me. At Mraz CBS is where you could find me. Have a rock hill of a weekend, everyone. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.